Oh. Uh, <laughs> speed now. We're going to do this in three, two, one. Cue the coach. Football, football, and more football. Pro football, college football, playoffs, and bowls, and bowls, and bowls, and lots of bowls. So much to talk about. Plus, maybe something special at the end. Live from the Hagemore Tavern. It's not Monday. But it's not Tuesday. It's sports. What day? Worldwide. Sports Wednesday in Hagemore. Nice. Wow. <laughs> well, happy uh, day after Christmas if you celebrate such a thing. And, uh, it is the 26th. We're going to put this out on the 27th, I hope. Everybody, welcome to Sports Wednesday. Sports talk for the medium fan. That means big stories, right? Details way wrong. If you're cool with that, we'll have a show. We're just three guys in a basement in the suburbs. Oh, That's yeah. What we're doing. The Hakemore Tavern. My name's Pete Brown, the big man on campus, BMOC, driving the trains tonight. Joining me, as always, basketball legend Matt Longley. How are you, coach? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Coming off a cold, coming off a migraine, but ready to really tear into this one. Fresh off the IR. And of course, it's week <laughs> two since I announced I entered the podcast transfer portal. Getting some offers. Nothing I'm ready to take yet. Nothing I'm ready to announce, but... <laughs> Looking forward to that transfer portal action, of course, with the sick guitar licks that set this show apart. It's the maestro, Brian Hake. How are you, maestro? I'm doing pretty good. Oh, I got a little pop on the mic. I'm I'm doing a little uh, EQing while we're talking here. Pop, pop. A little um, bit on the fly live EQing. I got a quick observation about mm-hmm. the holidays. Yeah. Right up on the up top. Christmas is weird because... The lead up to it is there's no better holiday, right? Yeah. Get excited. You're buying mm-hmm, gifts. Mm-hmm. You're decorating. Yeah, yeah. Things are looking nice and cozy. Right. Mm-hmm. But man, once to- the 26th hits, it's, it's over. Like, I'm done. I'm, I'm so over. It all looks hokey. I want to take it down. Yes. Let's let's move on. <laughs> That's where I'm at. Like right New now. Year's really should be the 26th. Like we should really have, it should go from Christmas, no break. Right to the right New, New Year's. Yeah, like let's let's just make, and then we all get a week to sleep. Yes. Ooh, like, why do we have to have six more days until we do it, something weird again? I don't know. Well, we're trying to uh, we'll try and avoid those post holiday blues on today's show. We're going to keep the energy high. We're going to keep the show tight. This is a tight show sheet. Super tight. Starts off with a little bit of housekeeping. Hey, if you want to follow us on the socials, you can find us on Threads and only Threads. It's Sports Wednesday. <laughs> also on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and over on X at Sport Wednesday. Sport. Sport Wednesday. And, of course, holidays came and went. You didn't get the Sports Wednesday merch you wanted. Is this you, friend? I feel your pain. You feel their pain? <laughs> I feel it. We feel it. Just head to sportswednesday.com, click on merch. Go ahead and order yourself that merch. Use that gift card. Not too late for, uh, when's Groundhog Day? Is that a long time? Coming up February 2nd. Yeah, see? You can get it by then. For Groundhog's Day. Yeah. That makes good sense. So, BMOC, you shared a picture. Yeah. Of um, Cornhole. Was that something that somebody made for you? Yeah, so that was my gift for my son and his partner, was a uh, handmade, hand-painted Sports Wednesday Cornhole set. So they're both the same? Just What we saw was one of two? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, hand-painted. 
that's amazing. That's got to be worth millions if we put yeah. it on eBay. Totally. Totally going to be worth it. I can't wait to play on it. So. Yeah, so that was uh, that was good. All right, so uh, on tonight, by the way, as we're recording, all the Texas State Bobcats up on Rice, 38-21 to 21 in the Surf Pro. I think a McCaffrey plays bowl. for Rice. What's what? A McCaffrey relative? Like a, like a relative, oh, like a really? nephew or something. He used to, oh. I think he was a quarterback at Nebraska. Mm-hmm. And then he transferred to Rice, tried to be quarterback there, and now he, I think the last couple of seasons he's been a wide receiver. That is high. That is HRK. High, high rice, rice knowledge. knowledge. Holy cow. But wow. it looks like the Sons of San Marcos <laughs> have this one wrapped up. That's I think sure. so, too. Still 1321 to go, though. 1321. You never know what can happen. You never know what can happen. And, of course, the guaranteed rate ball coming on next. Kansas. Kansas. Taking everybody. on UNLV. Carry on my way, you would son. Coach wants us to wrap this show up before that game starts. I cannot So wait. he does not miss a snap. I love it. All right, that's it. You guys ready to do this? Let's do it. Let's get right into it. It's time for a little football overflow. Football overflow. Football overflow. I got to tell you, this is going to be a reference that Maybe it's just for me, but that sounds like a band I love. They're broken up now called Free Energy. That could be a riff that they could have done. I I enjoyed that very much. Well, tell us about this bit here, Coach. Okay, so it's called Football Overflow because I just thought, you know, really the only sport that matters right now is football. So it's overflowing. So I thought we would just kind of pick and choose, talk about this and that. Um, And we'll talk a little bit NFL and we'll talk a little uh, college. I like it. All right. Firstly, what we would do, college, or do you want to do pro first? I'm going to give uh, Maestro, let Maestro decide. Well, let's see. So I did watch some of the NFL games. Yesterday. So you want to do that first? It's fresh on my, on my brain. So really just looking for a medium take or a hot take or a good take. Uh, I just threw out a couple things like, who do you think is good? Because it's very confusing right now. Who is pretending uh, and can we really, the big question for you and I, can we really believe in the Browns <laughs> or anything you want to talk about? Yeah. So you can pick anything. I just kind of threw those out as what the kind of ideas you can talk. Well, about. uh, I'll, I'll go first. Go. Um, I'm going to answer all those. Oh, good. I think the AFC has the only teams that are really, really solid right now. Um, that's think, so weird too. I think, and what's strange is I, I kind of thought that, a few weeks ago, if you were to ask me about the, the Ravens, I'd say they're pretenders because they seem to struggle with certain teams, especially the Browns and the Steelers. But um, they looked pretty darn good last night against probably the other best team in the league. Now, I know Brock Purdy had some unfortunate. He had a rough go. He had a rough go. Um, but, I mean, that could, that could be a, a preview of the Super Bowl, the game we yeah. saw last night. And um, so I think Ravens are legit. I think the Buffalo Bills are kind of pulling themselves up a little scary bit. Scary team right now. They're a scary team. And then, you know, the teams that we've been we've gotten used to, Philly, Kansas City, um, I think I think that they're struggling. I don't know that they're gonna make as far as they did last year. The Browns, I think the Browns are, you know, they potentially like let's say the Ravens shit the bed and they, you know, they're able to win out. The Browns actually win. I know that. They actually the, there's three teams in the AFC that have a chance to win the number one seed. It's the Dolphins, the Ravens, and the Browns are the only three teams. The Browns. The Browns. Yeah. Um, 
I'll let you guys go because I think there's a lot to unpack with, with the Dolphins, with Dallas. I have a question for you, though, in particular. Okay. Did you watch Mason Rudolph and the Steelers carve up the Cincinnati Bengals? I and did. what do you think about that situation being a Steelers fan? I th- well, here I think it was a perfect storm where I think since he thought we're playing pretty well and the Steelers aren't that we're going to just walk all yeah. over them. And I think the Steelers came to play, and Cincinnati just couldn't pull it together. Um, I don't know if Mason Rudolph's the guy, but well, that's he the, is right now. Because Kenny Pickett's going to be healthy next week. What do you do? I think he's going to keep Mason Rudolph in. I think so, too. I don't know. That's will be a good question. All right, what do you got? I wanted to go back to that Ravens 49ers Please team, do that. Because that it was only the second time – that the number one seeds on either division play each other in week 16 or later. Oh, that wow. That's happened. And I think you're right. If that was a preview of the Super Bowl, you see how dependent San Francisco is on Purdy being on. Yes. Yep. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, they just didn't have an answer when he was. I think he threw three interceptions in his first three yes. drives. Coming down to earth a little bit, as Coach would like to say. Yes. I think sure. Lamar definitely moved to the front of the MVP line. Which is so crazy. That MVP has changed. In the past four weeks, it went from Purdy, it went from Jalen Purdy to uh, Tyreek Hill. I mean, it's all over the place. Well, and then we have another huge preview then this week. The Dolphins are playing the Ravens. Which mm-hmm. is crazy. The Ravens back-to-back. It could be back. a preview of the AFC Championship game. Which is insane. But here's the thing. I mean, the Ravens are beatable. And the Browns and the Steelers have both beaten them right. pretty easily. Yeah. I think I think if you figure out a way to to shut down Lamar, they're struggling. But I you know I thought I would have thought San Francisco would have had them figured out last night, and I was surprised. I would I would have thought their offensive their defensive line would have forced Lamar to have to be more of a pocket passer and yeah. more prove it. But I also think those three and four interceptions put Baltimore in such great field position that their they defense. Did. Yeah, if they, if they score, if, if San Francisco scores on that first drive and Brock doesn't sh- throw that interception, mm-hmm. um, you know, it might have been completely different. And that safety, like they, they had Lamar scared early on. Yes, but then they got those easy scores, and I think they just sort of just held on and glided the rest of the way. I don't know. Who's pretending, Coach? Well, that's that's the thing. I mean, uh, let me throw out teams and Dolphins, you tell me pretender or not. Great pretender. way to do okay. it. Yes. All right. We'll start with the Dolphins. You think they're pretenders? My I start? do. I do. I think contenders. Really? The way they beat Dallas this week, I thought they looked pretty good. But Dallas is a pretender, right? Which <coughs> you next can't one. be a contender. Correct. You can't be a, on the fence of a pretender and a contender and beat a pretender. I know. I know. We talked about <laughs> that's Dallas a really a lot, good point. <laughs> but this is here's a tough one. Ready? Yes. Pretender or contender? Kansas City Chiefs. Oh God, did they look? They I look think bad. they're in denial. Yeah, they looked bad. You know what he's missing? He's missing a Tyreek a Tyree Hill. Like last year, I think they. I feel like they had Juju Schuster Smith. I feel like he had a number one. I don't think he has a number one. And no, I and think people realize I mean, they Kelsey's can double his number one, but, but they can double and triple team him, yeah. and he's not. A, he doesn't stretch the field. Yeah. Like they don't have a guy legit. Well, and I think he needs a little bit more time to get to. Sometimes the Kelsey, Kelsey works a little bit slower to get open. Yeah, he doesn't have that time right now, and, and he's also, already scrambling and all. Right, that. and Kelsey also used to be. He used to benefit from like a guy like Tyreek Hill that would stretch the defenses mm-hmm. and it makes that middle soft. And Kelsey even used to say, I don't even run a pattern. I go out, find the soft spot and I just wait 
And like Mahomes would basically let, it's like the old school, let them all run deep and then hit somebody underneath. So why didn't they go get, why didn't, was there a trade deadline at some point? Why didn't they go get somebody? But I don't think there was anybody, like the talk was. um, DeAndre Hopkins, right? Hopkins. And I think they tried, but I don't, he ended up staying there or did he? He's a Tennessee, right? Yeah, I think he he stayed there. I don't know. And I, I think they kept him. Maybe they didn't want to get rid of him. Yeah, they they underestimated. I think they overestimated their young receivers, and uh, it's hurting them now. Detroit Lions. I think Pretender. I think they are too, but I really like them. Yeah, I do too. And I, here's 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 what I'm going to say: Pretender, Pretender, with hope that they they prove me wrong because I would. That's such a great story. Detroit, you know what they need? They need them to at least. It would be great. Just make the NFC Championship. That would be amazing. That they need that. Yeah, Detroit needs that. There's right. a lot of teams like in the hunt still, which is interesting. And I was yeah. going to say, well, you brought up the Buffalo Bills. Right now, I'd say they are looking like contenders, big time. Like, and that's what scares me the most because the playoffs, the way they're working right now, is the Browns could play a Buffalo Bills team first round. Yeah. Now they get to play them at home, but I don't want to. Nobody wants to play the Buffalo Bills right now. I'd say contender. All right, so let's talk about the Browns, and then we'll move on to college. How's that yes. Sound? Okay. If you had told me <laughs> at the beginning of the season that we'd be sitting in week 16, 10 and 5, starting quarterback hurt, Nick Chubb hurt yeah. for the season, and, and we still have a chance to make the playoffs, I'd say that's a win. Yeah, and you know what's crazy? Yeah. If you would have told me – before the season start, and none of those guys got hurt, and you said we're sitting at ten and five. Mostly lowering expectations. For yeah, us. And, and if you would have told me that, if you would have told me that it was they were ten and five with all those players, I'd have been like, oh my god, this is the greatest season of all time. <laughs> like, so not having those players, yeah. I don't know. I, I, those receivers around Joe Flacco, it it just feels like he doesn't have the physical tools or the he's not as uh, athletic as the quarterbacks that we've had before, but God, he knows how to play that position. It, and it's like, we've never had somebody like that. But here's him. the thing. Isn't, doesn't that say something that yes. that team is so good. You really, all you need to do is so do you what, need what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Don't overthink it. Don't overthink it. You know how many times I scream at the, the TV, Kevin, don't overthink it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Run the ball, Kevin. You're, you're right. It just shows you that they're that good. And like, and they're only going to, you know, as long as he doesn't get hurt or whatever, no. they're only going to get a little bit better. Each I know. They're going to have a few more plays. He's going to be a little bit more comfortable. This, I keep, every Browns fan says this, this week will be a true test. I think it is. A Thursday night, everybody's watching. They've got some key they injuries. They have the Jets, but it's at home. It should be a win, but that's where every Browns fan goes. Jets don't have what Zach, whatever his name is, this week. And not, not that that's a big deal, but Zach they have Hansen. been playing better. They have. They won this week. Yeah. Yeah. Against the Commanders. All right. So uh, I know you want to talk about college bowl games because you've been watching them all. Oh my god. So uh, this I've I've had had it on in the past two and a half three weeks, and and the empty stadiums in these six and six teams playing each, against each other. And I get it. These some of these teams. It, it is a a real opportunity for them to go travel and do it. But like. I know we we probably say it every year, but wow, it is so inundated with bulls that no one cares about. The only people that care about it are their parents mm-hmm. that are in the stadiums with the the. Literally, there's like 50 people 
well, there's more people at this one. But um, it's, all, it's all Texas playing in Texas. Yes, so it's all Texas people. I just, I just, I don't know what they're <coughs> going to do with this 12-team playoff. What, what should they do? What's going to? I mean, I, that that was. I think I told you guys when we had our podcast dinner last week that I ended up watching the FCS semifinal game between Montana and North Dakota State. And way more compelling. Packed stadium. Yes. Just energy off the... And I was just like, if this is what the 12-team playoffs are going to be like, we are in for a super treat as college football. They're still going to have those six and six bowl games. So we'll watch them because they're on. But like, I could never so easily watch part of a football game and then switch to something else and not really have to go back to see what happens <laughs> as I can during bowl season. You know what I right. mean? Right. Uh, totally. And it, so here's what I was thinking. There, are, I have two thoughts. And then you guys tell me what you think. One, if they're going to keep these meaningless bowls, if they're going to keep them, every bowl should have a gimmick. So like, let's say the Avis, we try harder bowl. Yeah. And that bowl, don't bring your <laughs> kickers. Don't bring them because you can't punt and you can't kick field goals and you can't kick extra points. You have to go for it. Every time. That's that bowl game. The other one could be you. the defense plays with 10, the offense plays with 11. Figure it out. You know, like things that just make the games a little bit different, <laughs> gimmicky, weird. I don't know. What are you smoking? Coach? I'm smoking a lot of things. The but players carry bats. Yes, or the bat. Like as my son said, we should call it the backup bowl. All the backups get to play and all the starters, you ca- they can't play. So it's the backups get to be on TV and play in a game. Like, if they're going to be games where only the parents are going to be there anyway, so let's make them weird. I am excited to announce with a three-year commitment to Sports Wednesday Bowl. Apparently uh, what happens is in the first half I follow one of the head coaches around saying, can I ask you a question? <laughs> and then the second half I follow the other coach around. And then and on the other side when you're doing that, Maestro's walking around with his guitar, with his guitar singing songs. Right. He's going to call a pass. <laughs> <laughs> Maestro is in the booth. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. going to be a triple option play. <laughs> or my second option is just the second tier. Don't take as many bowls, but there's a there's a second playoff. You have another 12 teams called the second the second tier, and they get to play for something. How do you get people to go to these games? I, mean, I don't I'm know. I'm telling you. It, 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 like, seriously. The look on TV is so bad. It's so bad. Like, not the first responder bowl, obviously. That's no, but it's huge. Was there always this many bowls? I, I feel like there's more. Than there's, there's way more. It, it just feels like there's so more. Like, I don't know. Like it, it it's so like even being in a in a bowl pick'em, you you just lose. You have no interest. Like only degenerate gamblers absolutely love every game. What do you think, Meister? You got a way to improve the bowl system? I mean. I think that I think the uh, the playoff next year will. will be I can't curious wait to for see that. how how it works how it works with the bowls. It does seem I feel like the the whole transfer portal has sort of made the bowls even worse because you don't know who's playing. Right. The marquee players that you would expect to go aren't going to be there, and so it's like oh, I don't know if I want to watch. I don't know if I want to bet on it. No, because you should see the like some of the lines and the over unders and everything that's going on with all these players. Like Florida State just had two more players declare that they're not, so they're playing with their third string quarterback. I mean, I mean the one curious thing about the Ohio State game is that it sounds like they're going to use it almost like as a spring game. 
So we're going to get to see guys that we haven't right, seen. That but could for be us, really cool. For us. For us, yeah. But like you're a non-Ohio State homer like us. Mm-hmm. They're like, wait, there's no Marvin Harrison. There's no Kyle McCord, no Travion Henderson. Like, ooh. And I mean, the only boring. other way they could make it is just to really be all in on it. Like these games are been all on ESPN Plus or something. Mm-hmm. So not everybody's going to watch them anyway. Right. But there's not much on TV right now. So like if the major networks yeah. really pimped them and they were – touted instead of watching you know christmas christmas story MVP. 24 hours but i don't know I, I did have a question for you guys so that uh, minnesota bowling green game was on today yeah um minnesota was five and seven i thought you had to be you, six you're supposed to, to have six wins that's yeah. weird how did they get an exception i there? don't know or did somebody someone must have bailed out somebody bailed out and they, they stepped in yeah because you have to have at least six wins Hey, Petey. Petey, look into that. Check on that. He'll look into that for us. Maybe no one just thought to look. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they lied on their resume. (laughs) Five and seven in the Big Ten. It's kind of like six and six if you were in another conference. All righty. Well, I think think we love football. It's just, boy, there's just some way to get those games some juice. You know what else? Um... I was thinking about the the Pro Bowl and how that the Pro Bowl is kind of like these bowl games, right? Nobody's playing yeah. or they're, you know, they're it's not really a game. But why don't they make it two-hand touch? Well, did you see they are doing that? Oh, they are. Yeah. So the Pro Bowl is no longer the Pro it's Bowl. It's called the Pro Bowl games. And now they have a they have a flag football game. They have um and like last year the the flag football game was coached by like Eli Manning and Peyton Manning. They were against each other. Really? Yeah, that's actually okay. And now this year, little spoiler alert. I'm cool well, not with spoiler that. is now that when they do that, now that uh, flag football is now in the Olympics, so that could be our Olympic team right there. Interesting. Yeah, the Pro Bowl games. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, why don't we transition here into finding out what's going on with some of our wagering. Some of the things we do to make money off sports. Yes. Some of the competitions we have with each other. Half of the show that we like to call. You ready? Yeah. off to you coach all right so before we get into our uh what will take at least at least an hour an hour and a half uh our wagers and how to make money i was going to do a little update on our uh, bull pick'em had at least we had eleven thousand people be in our bull pick'em this year huge oh, i meant 11 not eleven thousand. um and how are you how are you guys doing have you guys noticed how you're doing uh i am above 500 now 10 and 9 or something? Let's so, see. Yes, still you are the, 10 and 9. I'm still at the very, very bottom, but um, there's not a big discrepancy between the bottom and there the top. There isn't, no. I'm what, 17 and 1, 18 and yeah, 1? Yeah, close. You're 10 and 9 as well. 10 and 9, all right. Uh, I'm sitting at a solid 12 and 7, but then 16 and 3, I believe that's that's Jack Bolker. Is that G. Reedus? Yeah, G. Reedus, yes. Uh, that's an uncanny. 
16 and three. Cadillac Volker with 16 and three. Looks like he's got some merch coming out of that prize bucket. <laughs> Huge fan of the show. Um, and then uh, also last show we did the over and under of the total for the Bulls. And as of, I updated the, I added that Bowling Green game. And Maestro, before the show, you said you were feeling we're kind of under. We are. The projected right now through all the games should be 925 points. Actual points is 886. Oh, that's not that. It's not that far. And there's some, like, and ones I haven't added, this game is going to be huge. Like, there's some big games, but then there's also, like, what was the Northwestern? That was, like, oh, 14, yeah, 14 to 14 7. 14 to 7, and yeah. That, that was 37 was the over-under on that. Mm-hmm. So there's been some pretty low-scoring games, but some big ones as well. Northwestern's surprising team this year. After yeah. what happened in the in the early in the season or the offseason. I know, and they didn't go 1-12. And, and I, met, I almost texted you guys. Did you guys watch any of that game at all? Mm-mm. So they've got new unis. They it's do. It's like a different blue, and it says Northwestern on their helmet now. Yeah. Is it cool? I kind of like it. You liked it. It still had the, the North – they had like a little emblem thing that I think used to be on yes. their helmet. That was on it's their, like an N. Yeah, it was on yeah. their pants. It was like, yeah, it was like a cool looking. Now I'm gonna have to look that up. But I kind of liked it. It's a little bit old, a little bit old school. And we have any other loyal listeners you want to shout out from the bull pick'em? Uh, let me see. Uh, BMS, who won last year, is that is Jaime Escalante's son. He is he's ten and nine as well. There are a lot of ten and nine people. Um, Hoppert sitting there at fourth. Um, and how that taste picks, I don't know who that is. Who is that? Yeah, so they're in third at right below me at 12 and 5. Okay. There you go. That's your update, everybody. It's always important to mention the loyal listeners on the show. As that's why they listen. That's why they listen, to get the shout out. Hear the name checks. All right. Let's talk wagers of the week, folks. This is a competition. Do we have to? It's a friendly oh. competition between the three of us. It goes Super Bowl to Super Bowl. We start off with 10 points and we wager them. Against the spread or against over-unders or however you would bet in Vegas. You can make some points, everybody. You can turn those points into positive points. Last On our last show, which was two weeks ago, all three of us, uncharacteristically losers. I know. When is the last time that's happened? Not in a long time. Not in a long time. Coach thought Boise State was going to keep winning for him. They lost. Sorry sorry about that. They did not. I was was certain. Wow, so close. I was certain. That the LA Chargers plus three against the Vegas Raiders, who had just lost the game three to nothing. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, I was just slagging the Raiders. Yes, as you saying, I don't care that the Chargers quarterback is stick and not <laughs> They're going to beat them. They're going to beat them. Uh, it was pretty close. And what was it? Sixty-eight to twenty-one. Twenty-one to sixty-three. Oh my goodness. And then, of course, Maestro, uh, he had the Cincinnati Bengals minus three and a half against Minnesota. Lost 20 points on that. So where are we? Coach down to 105, BMOC to 75, and Maestro to 40. Still time. Still time. time. How about this week's wagers? Let's go to Maestro first. Um, going back to my tried and true arsenal, um, even though they, they drew with Liverpool on the 23rd, that was a big game for them. It was a, they haven't won at Anfield, which is Liverpool's home stadium in forever. So a tie for them was actually pretty good. But um, they play West Ham, who they actually struggle with. So uh, I'm still going to say they're going to win that game, and I'm hoping you guys will let me take 15 points. Yeah, of course yeah, we yeah. will. All right, Coach, what do you got? Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with two teams we both, all of us, thought were pretenders. Okay. 
The Pretender Bowl. The Pretender Bowl. It's Cowboys-Lions. Cowboys minus six, but it's at home. I just feel like the home team's going to win this one, so I'm picking the Cowboys and laying the points. So, got to win by a touchdown. I think Dak – I I just have this gut feeling that they're going to win. Actually, you know what? I think they'll – They'll show their, their, their skill against the line. And they've lost two, so I think they'll be ready at home. I think Lions. so, too. If not, they're toast. They're toast. They're done. Stick a fork in them. All right. What are we doing? Well, I am sticking with Miami Dolphins. Oh. They won for me last week. They yes, get three they and a half points against Baltimore. That's a tough game. This is, is, it, where is, is it home for I, them? It, I believe it's in Miami, yeah. Are they giving you, three? You know Waddle's no, hurt. Plus three and a half. Okay. I love Waddle's that. hurt. I do know that. Okay. Yeah. Waddle's hurt. Tyreek's coming back. Uh, why do you guys always try to talk me out of my picks? <laughs> Here's the thing: what what last what makes me laugh? You don't about do you, it to each other. What makes me laugh is because <laughs> Peter, are you, you sure are you want to do that? You're all in on them because they're on your fantasy team too. So it's like it's all it's like you think the universe is saying, "Well, they're on my fantasy team. I'm going to stick with them." I don't know. They're pretenders. Well, we'll see how they do with that. It'll be a great course. game, and I'm going to put. I hope uh, it's hot. Fifteen on, fifteen on there. Yeah. I hope it's hot Poor. and rainy. And Tua and, and Lamar put on a clinic. It'll be a good game. All right. So your wagers of the week, and you can feel free to take those. Uh, go wager them in your sports betting apps or with your live bookie friend or brother, <laughs> as the case may be. Yes. Coach says Cowboys at home. Give the points. BMOC says take Miami plus three and a half. Maestro says Arso gets it done against West Ham. <laughs> what was your wager, BMOC? Fifteen. If everybody wins next week, or if, if I lose and you two win, it, it gets real toy. Yeah. Super real toy. toy. Super toy. I won't lose, though. You could. I won't. You, you could. All right. That's uh, Wagers of the Week. That that was a tight – this is a toy show. Toy show? I feel, I feel like we've gone maybe 15 minutes, tops. Maybe 20. All righty. Let's, uh, let's get to one of our favorite uh, bits here. It's where we get stuff off our chest. We call that a rant, or we clean something up. We – Made a mistake on the show. We call it Never. a correction. Maybe we, there's something we recommend or almost recommend because we're kind of enjoying it in the world. And we <laughs> think you might enjoy it as well. Or uh, we have walk-on topics. And the whole thing is called... Rants and Corrections. Recommendations. Yeah, yeah. It walk out! He even jumped in. He, he were, he were, there's no excuse. Because we're all together. What? <laughs> Yeah. Am I not doing it at the right time? He's supposed to wait till at least his, he's at the vibrato stage. Oh. And then the walk-ons. You want to try yeah, it again? Yeah. So one more time. Yeah, just pick it up from yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And walk-ons! <laughs> All right. We're workshopping it. All right. And this is um, open mic style. Yeah. You know what? It's open mic, but it's an open mic where I lost the sign-up list. So I'm just going to point to you, and you've got to have something to go. All right? Oh, man. Right? Maestro, what do you got? Uh, I, you know, I've been streaming some TV with the wifey poo. Um, there's a lot happening right now. I don't know if it was because of the strike, the, the sag after a strike or whatever, but it seems like there's a lot of movies out right now. A lot of content, were, a lot of movies. Yeah. It does, doesn't mean they're all good. Mm-mm. Um, but I will say the shows that we've really enjoyed, um, there's both on FX, actually, that they we stream through Hulu. Um, one was Murder at the End of the World. We really liked that one. It wasn't great, so I would say it's an almost Did you finish that? It's an almost wreck. Yeah. Um, but it was intriguing enough because it was 
you know, it was in Iceland and they were in this kind of weird hotel. It was, but we enjoyed it. Um, and the other one is Fargo. And I think that one's really standout. And I think all the Fargo FX series have been really good. Um, the guy that creates those shows, he's done a lot of good stuff. He's, he's, uh, we're big fans of his, but anyway, the Fargo features, um, one of the characters from, from Ted Lasso. She's like the main character. Yeah. And, I didn't really like her on Ted Lasso. I thought she was a little bit annoying. Over the top, you mean? Over, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which Ted Lasso character? She, the uh, what's her? The, the, uh, yeah, it's, uh, the social media marketing. Jamie's ex girlfriend. Oh, Keely. 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 Um, Keely. But she has been great on the show. Like, oh, she's really good. Really good. And like to the point where I, I think she really is British, right? Yes. Oh, yes. she's very where, British. Like, yeah. I almost like, oh my god, did she fake her British accent? To where she's doing, but she's essentially playing two characters in a way. I know, and um, but there, I've really, we've really enjoyed it. It's the one show where we're we're waiting because they they don't FX does shows weekly, yeah. So you have to wait on Hulu a day after they show yeah. FX, and that's the one show where we're like chomping at the bit. Um, yeah, we're enjoying that show too. And slow, slow horses too has been pretty good. We've been watching. Which I have not dived. Yeah. I've not jumped into that yet. That's that's a good one. So those are my three slow slow horses. Or what they call Slough House on the show, uh, Fargo and Murder at the End of the World. Mm. Boom. Boom, chakalaka. All right, nice job there. Coach, what about you? Mm. <laughs> I don't know if I have anything. I did, I, I will say, because I talked to you guys, I did go out and see that Godzilla minus one. Oh, yeah. Which, so I'm a little biased because that I've is. Heard it's good. It is. And yeah. it's, but it, I'm so in that. Um, that is right in my wheelhouse. Like, I don't think Monarch has been great, but I, I know Monarch's been good. It's getting a little like it took a little turn for me, where I'm like, I don't know what just happened. Um, but Godzilla minus one, it, it, it the way they advertised it played true. It's almost feels like it's an extension of the 1954 Godzilla, the the, the original one, where Godzilla is the bad guy, and in gotcha. this case, Godzilla is the bad guy, and. Compared to some other movies that I've watched where, like, they don't really, like, you don't really care about the characters. Like, they, doing character development sometimes gets lost on a lot of movies. But, like, this one, you care about the characters. Gotcha. And it's a giant monster that's in it that's just wreaking havoc. All right. Solid. I'm looking forward to it. I'll probably wait for streaming, but I'm going to definitely it's really. I will tell you, though, it's really good. We, seeing it in the theater was the big screen. so worth it. So worth it. So worth it. I think I mentioned this before, and of course we've been talking about the Miami Dolphins. I've been watching Hard Knocks in season with Miami Dolphins. And uh, as usual, Hard Knocks is going to do a good job with, with mm-hmm. any season. Mm-hmm. But what's fascinating to me is to see, is Mike McDaniel. He is fascinating. The kind of coach he is, because he's, he's, he's a player's coach. But he never played, right? That's right. And, but it, and he, he's of a different generation than we are. And he talks in a different way. Right. And, and it, so often on Hard Knocks, it's, you know, it's John Gruden. He's like, gentlemen, come with me, you know, and I want to yes. be the, the, the general. And he's not like that. He's very much a millennial coach, and it's kind of fascinating. Even his speech pattern and his, his patterns and the way he talks are different than what you expect from kind of the old school NFL coaches. So that's been fascinating to me. The players seem to like him, seem to respond to him. There's, there's still some that are just... But there's a lot of young coaches out there. How is yeah. he different than those guys? 
I have a thought on that, but yeah. you can. I want you to answer. Well, that. I was going to say this is the first time like I've seen a, a hard knocks with one of these super young coaches yeah. uh, on there. But my thought is a lot of those younger coaches, they like even like you've got Zach, uh, who's the what's I don't forget his last name now. The Bengals coach, and then you've got uh, the Rams coach, and then you did have the Sean, guy Sean Sean McVay McVay. And Zach um, Smith. Smith. <laughs> Probably not right. Um, but I think those guys have – they're the smartest guys in the room, but I also think they Brown try to – band? Yeah. <laughs> they, re, they try to retain that old school – Ephron? Old school mentality. My question to you is, okay. does, does Mike McDaniel have a shelf life? Yes. Do you think it gets old and – I mean, if they start losing – That's a good question. Because – uh, Belichick could lose, but he was marked as a genius and no one thought twice. Yeah. Does it take a Super Bowl? Because uh, McVay has a Super Bowl and there were grumblings under him like, oh, yeah, maybe he's. He does. It does feel like that year McVay won the Super Bowl where everyone's like, he's this young genius. Yes. He remembers every play. Yep. It, the narrative's the same with McDaniel. Okay. Yep. And I and, and it, I like him a lot. Yeah. Like, I think McDaniel is, he's. And it's been a minute since the Dolphins were good, so. Right. And let's, it, let's just enjoy that. And I and I do. I, I I he's laid back. I like it. Yeah. I just wonder, is that what's what's is it ticking on it? Is there an expiration date, or has this guy got longevity? Yeah. But I I don't know. He he seems to he does seem to know he he wasn't a player, so he doesn't try to connect with them on that kind of level. Mm-hmm. He tries Smart. to connect with them with Culturally humor. With humor, he uses humor a lot. Generationally or something. And then. Um, like he'll just be busting Tua in the headset during the during the game, and he'll just be like, "You know, these Alabama quarterbacks are terrible. I don't know what we're doing." <laughs> so that's fine. so uh, so that's interesting uh, to me. And you 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 do root for him. You can't help but like him. Yeah. Uh, yeah where was he show. at before? Because he, he was, was a coordinator, coordinator but I don't know where he was. No, he had he had been in in Washington on that staff with Sean McVay and. The Broncos coach. Oh yeah, um, they were all assistants on that. Set. Oh wow, oh, yeah, Ron Rivera, I think. At yes. One point. Um, oh wow. Then maybe was he at Denver, and then he came from Denver to Miami, maybe. something like that. It could. He be. was a ball boy for the Denver Broncos. I know that. Oh, that's crazy. So great story. That is cool. There you have it. So that's so that what's that's hard knocks in season. Hard knocks in season. Okay. I'll have to check that out. HBO Max. HBO Max, everybody. We got any walk-ons? I don't think so. I got a walk-on. Walk it up. Let's hear it. Christmas traditions. So uh, we we shirked tradition last night. And normally it's ham or lasagna or Mm -hmm. turkey or whatever. And uh, we're just in a different place right now, Up, you know, hanging out up in Canton. We wanted to keep it easy. So we crock-potted some chicken and some flank steak and just made tacos. Oh. And everybody loved it. And so my question to you guys, I know, you know your stories are a little bit different this year, but um, any traditions that uh, you love or ones that you're like, ah, you know, like the Christmas ham? People don't like the Christmas ham. So, like when, we, when I was younger, Christmas, Christmas Eve dinner was way bigger than Christmas dinner. Us too. So Christmas Eve, we would do ham and scalloped potatoes and then – Scalloped oysters, which I like oysters, but I do not like scalloped oysters. Like I, 
my dad and my brother. That's right. My fish, mom. fish, and Christmas are like there's this tradition there, right? There is. So they loved them. I, I find no. I like my oysters raw with cocktail sauce. That's it. Um, but I mean, the food was good. I like the the pageantry of that of Christmas Eve. Now when we go to my in-laws, it, we do Christmas Eve, but there's no main dish. It's all hors d'oeuvres. So, which I like, but like two nights ago when we did it, I was. I've been, I've been doing it for so many years. I'm like, man, I really could use just like, I don't know, some 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 substance. I I wanted ham. I wanted a slice of ham mm-hmm. with a side dish. Like I I needed. Meat I miss potatoes. that. Yes. I mean, I enjoy the the hors d'oeuvres, but I really I miss. I don't eat ham like done, like a big piece of ham maybe once or twice a year. Right. So like I like it. Like turkey, I, I eat once a year, like real cooked turkey. What'd you guys do up in Ann Arbor? Meet, be well, I'll tell you. Do you remember like early on when you're early in your relationship and you're trying to please two families and you're going back and forth? When we had kids, we're like, we're we're not doing that. We're gonna always do Christmas at home, and and that was our tradition. And I love that. This this year is the first year we haven't done that in a long time, and I look forward to getting back to it just because it's so much easier not to travel you get oh it. yeah mm-hmm. everything is just done and wrapped and ready to go and then you can just kind of do nothing on christmas day so that that would be my tradition is don't doing, travel is doing yeah not like, to travel yeah. i mean the traveling was fun we went out for chinese food which was different too mm-hmm. and, you know got to see a different city and stayed in a very cool downtown apartment so it was a different vibe uh, and it was really more about celebrating my daughter's birthday than it was Christmas. Nice. Trying to kind of flip-flop it this year since she was turning 21. But you don't know what you miss until you get away from it. And you're That's like, true. You don't know what you got until it's gone. Well, growing up, we were big. So, you know, my mom's Italian and her family's all Italian. So we, Christmas Eve was our big meal. Yeah. And it was always like homemade noodles or ravioli mm-hmm. with like meatballs and brajol. And my grandma would come in and make all this amazing stuff. That was Christmas Eve. And then it was always like turkey on christmas but um and i think we did a little bit we've done a little bit of that over the years but it was not like we ordered pizza on christmas <laughs> just like tons of pizza and salad and and then yeah yesterday was tacos so it was laid back vibe which worked too yeah like food christmas and food have never been synonymous for me really well just because we've never like well i I mean when you were a boy you had no food at christmas we didn't we would always (laughs) have to walk around and ask for food no now that i think about it though we used to may i have a little morsel we did i do remember we maybe would have prime rib on christmas every once in a while but i mean even back then though i remember having prime rib and prime rib being it always had to be so rare and i did not like rare food, meat Jeez. when I was younger. When I was younger. So we would eat it, and I would always be like, I don't want any. Now I regret that. Yeah. I regret that. But That's yeah. so funny that you say it's not synonymous with food because that's all I think about is eating cookies. and. Well, no. What I mean is like the big Christmas meal. Oh, like gotcha, I, gotcha. like I, I remember Christmas Eve meal. That was always ham, scalloped potatoes, and that. But like Christmas meal changed a lot. It would sometimes like... I remember it would just be, it'd be leftovers from the night before. <laughs> I got to tell you guys. So I have this, um, I get, I get what my dad calls a smart mouth. Um, We're I, familiar. It, <laughs> I can't fight it in Canton. And it, like every, we driving up there and I'm like, it'd be nice. I'm going to be nice. No yes. Snarky, no what'd snarky, you do? No what'd snarky, you do? No 
I'm not, I, I'm not even going to go into details about it, but like I remind myself going, I'm, I'm just going to be positive. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not going to say yeah. anything. And literally five, 10 minutes in, I'm already saying something. It's terrible. But, um, and same thing along those same lines, it's with sweets. I'm like, I'm not going to eat a lot of sweets because mm. I'm going to get the GERD between the drinking and the sweets. I'm going to be like, oh, and it, I, I couldn't, oh, I, I couldn't resist. I was be- sipping on beers, eating cookies, cake. Yeah. I'm like, what am I doing? I, I have always wondered if I took my blood sugar levels <laughs> when I, when I go to my in-laws because there's nothing but like tons of sweets tons of like i don't even think they they serve water it's just soda like the only thing nice. you can drink is soda so like you're like oh, i'll just i'll just have a soda and then I'm like oh, i'll have this cookie i'm like it's gotta be so high my blood sugar level it's good i that's the that is the one thing i i do love the holidays because of the sweets because i i do love sugar. and we're not we don't bake cookies here like no we don't so there's some families that do like they'll you know you know, my brother's wife, she cooks tons of cookies. And my brother-in-law's um, wife, she bakes all kinds of cookies. So, like, when she shows up with, like, just trays and trays of cookies, oh, I can't resist. I know, me either. I don't even know if I like them. I eat a lot that I don't like just because <laughs> they're there and the good ones are gone. My brother-in-law makes these ones with, like, almost, like, toffee pieces. And he only makes them at Christmas. It's really a saving grace because he makes those, but he never makes enough. Like, I always joke. I'm like, you know, you could make one more dozen. He leaves you wanting more. I mean, because now when I see them, I go in and grab two or three because they're really good, but they go fast. The uh, folks that are in Ohio know that it was pretty warm yesterday. Yeah. So nothing was open, but I was craving a cigar. A, because I just wanted to get outside. Because it was beautiful. And, like, we did go out and throw the football, which is great. I'm a little sore today, but I also was craving a cigar. And so but we, Xander and I went on this quest to just find Nowhere. a gas station that was open. And we finally found, like, a Circle K. Yes. And it's, like, off the highway. And I went in, like, oh, yeah, they got backwoods. <laughs> <laughs> I love a good backwoods. So I was just sitting on the front step in the sun. It was, like, 60 degrees. I'm, like, this is awesome. Because normally you're just a good stuck. tradition. You're stuck inside. Yes, you it's sleet or snow or whatever, and yeah. you're like it's loud, and so it was great to get outside and walk around a little bit. Noise, noise. All right, one last walk on for you guys. Yeah, I love this eggnog. Yay or nay? Oh, huge nay. I think that is a putrid liquid that should never be consumed by humans. Peter, I can do it. I wouldn't go out of my way to find it, but if someone offers it to me, I, I don't mind it. I fucking love it. Do you? <laughs> I love it. Surprise me at all. Like you and circus peanuts and he- penises and him and eggnog. <laughs> this does not surprise me. How at do you all. not like eggnog? Oh, it's got this weird after. It tastes like buttermilk. Oh, it, it's it's. Now, so am I asking this though? Is it eggnog with a with a twist or is it straight eggnog? Like, are you talking eggnog that's got a punch to it? Like I'm talking. Like alcoholic rum or alcohol, yeah. or, well, or uh, vodka. I love it. Just right you out dr- of the. Game. Just drink it. I mean, a little nutmeg. A little oh, nutmeg. see, but I also it's, don't. I mean, it's more of a custard than it, it is. Oh. Than it is egg. And oh. how can you not like custard? I'm gonna have to revisit because the last time I had it, how could I a, just, a it was, sweet tooth like you? I know it doesn't make any sense. It's you like an, eggs, right? I love. I like eggs, but it it's got a weird. It's got a weird finish. Come on. 
Don't work with me here. Help me out here. You put me on an island. It here, goes dude. against. I'm just like all of your sweet tooth. Doesn't like eggnog. I don't. Doesn't like Notre Dame. <laughs> There's a connection there somewhere. Okay, so we we would always have a carton of eggnog at Christmas Eve, and and I'm going to tell you this from Lawson's. <laughs> yes, probably from Lawson's. Oh my God, Lawson's. Um. And I would try it every year because I would think, well, maybe this, this is the year I'll like it. And I would think, oh, this, my mom even described it and she's a liar. She says it's like a, (laughs) she goes, it's like a melted milkshake. And when I drank that, I'm like, you are so wrong. This is not a melted milkshake. It's not vanilla flavored. It's, it's weird. I know. I, I I know. But I only drink. I, I don't drink a lot of it. Got to have a little, little. A little. I could probably drink a shot glass of it. Like sip a shot glass. I have glass. some upstairs. I would revisit. Do we want to do a, like a live tasting? Oh, you we guys might are have all to. snotty though. Yeah, it'd be tough. But I'll do it. I'm game. I could put a little spiced rum in it too. I would even try. I would Sprinkle try it. a little nutmeg on top. Yeah. I got to walk in for you. Oh wait, what? So in the uh, serve pro first responders fall, <laughs> forty five twenty one right now Texas State. Yes. There was a minute thirty nine left. They're up 45-21. Yes. That's when they dumped the Gatorade on the coach. Yes. Is that too early? <laughs> oh. A minute 21 it, left. It's not. There's no. Three-score game. That's a three-score game. <sighs> I I kind of like it because. I think as long as you're under two minutes. Two, under two minutes you got to do. Yeah. I think what's going to come from this when they walk across and shake hands, the guy that got it dumped on is yeah. going to probably apologize to the other coach. Yeah. I'm sorry. My guys were excited. I mean, who wouldn't be excited? You're six. Now you're seven and six. <laughs> this is good for Texas state as far as really the Texas is. scheme of things for the listeners at home. I want to yeah. let you know, I am, we're sitting at the Hickmore bar. Um, coach BMOC are looking at the TV behind me. Yeah. Which they swore they would be okay with. They would be able to focus on the show. I focused completely on you. And I swear to God, they have watched this game <laughs> over my head the entire time. So Into formation. <laughs> <laughs> they are like two kids. Like they're, if there are cartoons, it would be the same thing. They would be like, Whoa. oh, man. Super Just friend. leave it on. It'll be fine. Super it's okay. We promise. I'll, I'll get my homework done. It's going to be work. fine. I'll get my homework done. All right. Uh, All right. Done with walk-ons? I Those think so. Good. Yeah. Wrapped it up. Still a tight show, everybody. There being no other sports fit to be discussed in a medium sort of way until Wednesday next or possibly Wednesday next next on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Hagan. Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying, don't forget to check out Sportle.pro, everybody. Pro, everybody. And good times. Wait. He just did. He did it. He totally apologized. He totally apologized. For doing it too early? Yep. Noise. There's a game on after this. Mm-hmm. The Pride of San Marcos. You know, Rice many, is a really good school. A really good like school. you got to be super smart. To right. Small, how many, is it like Duke? I think so. Yeah.
How many people go to Texas State? 